0: Last time in the Maelstrom galaxy. After a fair bit of head scratching and a fortuitous encounter with a fleet of performing drones, you've managed to identify a new potential lead in your ongoing efforts to learn what happened to the galaxy's previous occupants, and whether there's a way to thwart the upcoming redo. A time-warped constellation has pointed you towards Yamatan, a large terrestrial planet orbiting in the next system over to your own. What do you do next?
1: I guess we start, Getting the ship ready to travel over to uh, that star system,
2: yeah? I quickly just wanted to pop to see Marty and the children and make sure everything's okay and they know what's going on. Or I can just sort of vaguely communicate that I'm going to be gone for a bit, but I'll be coming back. I'm going to visit Zuzu's house.
0: But you'll come back soon?
2: How long is it going to take to get there? three days yeah so we'll maybe be gone a week maybe a little longer
0: the truly that you're looking you're talking to um probably the brother the bigger one uh, just kind of nods and like clutches a little like pad of paper closer against his chest and he just goes okay but you will come back yes okay and then he like flutters down his wings a little bit like making to turn away but um the smaller tarilli who is more of a puffball with wings than anything else and, like bullets into you into your legs And um, something rustling in her little hands i made something for you oh did you oh i did my best and she holds out a piece of paper which is all folded up haphazardly
2: i unfold the piece of paper
0: The piece of paper is covered in crayon scrollings of some kind of grey and white four-legged monstrosity. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes,
2: it's you! Oh my god. I can can see that. Thank you so much. It's very pretty. I signed it. And
0: you can see there is indeed like a little outline of a little little to really handprint on the corner of the sheet.
2: I will I will treasure it. I'll put it in pride of place in my bedroom on the KJ2.
0: She nods and like fluffs up and then she goes, When you see Zuzu, well, can you tell her that I love her and that I really want her to come visit us? And behind her, like Aya turns towards you and his face is like ashen, like,
2: Ugh. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. I look back at Aya and I'm like,
3: Hmm. <laughs> do you set off, like, at dawn? What kind of- give me the vibe of the day. Well, there's not much point in setting off at dawn, because it's going to take us three days anyway. So, like, lunchtime? Okay. Yeah. I want a lion.
4: I think in the morning what I do is I tell Precia what well, we're doing, rough, roughly what happened on Mockatel, maybe living out some of the grislier details. I think I also try to message Jiahu because I think in the kind of chaos, everything that's been happening, she's like, oh, I should probably message Jiahu to see how she's doing. Oh, this sounds so bad. What, what
0: do you text to her?
4: I think I say, oh no. How you doing, babe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think
4: maybe they go to see Faraday and be like, I I uh, um I need to text Yahoo about how she's doing, but I don't want to come off as weird.
3: Slurp. Do you like her? Like, like, like her?
4: <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what that's supposed to feel like.
3: Well, how do you feel?
4: She's so good.
3: <laughs> her little face. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> do you feel like? You just want to be with her all the time, and know what she thinks, and you see something cool and you're like, ah, I need to tell Jiyahu about that, because I wonder what her opinion would be.
4: Yeah, but I can't do it because she's on her own journey. I don't want to bother her.
3: Pick up the, pick up the phone. Here's what you're going to type. <laughs> hey, <laughs> how are you? Emojis? I don't know if emojis are appropriate. Do you usually use emojis? Uh, sometimes. Then just do it. Lorelei. <laughs> she's not there. I she's... Was... Oh, no. She's in space. I was going to call in Lorelei. You have to pick her up on the way out. <laughs> oh, never mind. Your,
5: your options for further assistance are, are Crick and Corelle.
3: <laughs> 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 what if maybe I call out for Lorelei, but I forget she's not there, so then Corelle comes in.
5: <laughs> yes, Lorelai's st- st- still on the jellyfish, remember, but if you need help with something...
3: I'm trying
4: to text Yahoo about how she's doing.
5: So you can't just text her. How are you doing?
4: I mean, I've started doing that. (laughs) Send it. Send it. (laughs) I sent it. Sent.
2: Seen. Ah. she seen it? Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot.
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: (laughs) Smiley face. And then an asterisk. And then, oops, wrong face. And then it's like a happier smiling face with the little rosy cheeks.
3: Oh, no. Corral, get, their- get Schlurp's phone.
5: I go to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> grab the phone.
3: Schlar so doesn't resist. <laughs> okay, now press the little video one. Okay. Okay, and now point it at Schlurp. Go.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Hi, Schlurp. Uh, hi. The camera is really wobbly.
3: Yeah, I'm not... I'm not holding it. I'm going to use message to just communicate with Kralb and like, fuck, now we have to be here for this awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> um, just throw the camera back at Sharp and let's go.
5: <laughs> I follow Faraday and just
4: throw the camera at the
3: no! And then I give Sharp like a thumbs up and we leave. We <laughs> I use my hand to catch it. <laughs> oh, the world
4: is spinning. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. They, they, threw, they threw my phone at me because they were holding the phone. But now I'm holding the phone.
1: Why would they throw the phone at you?
4: I don't know. They left for some reason.
1: Oh, well, tell them hi for me. I really like them. They're nice people.
0: I will. Uh, Where are you at the moment? Oh! And she, like, turns the phone around and shakily, like, waves it in front of her. And you can see she's on some kind of midnight blue meadow beneath a glorious uh, sunrise with two suns and she says
1: I have no idea! <laughs> Wait, how, how have you been how did you get there? I've been like using a bit of my magic to like zip between places. I have no idea where I am. But there's some really old Namazir buildings here that have some really cool murals of godly symbols and things so I'm hoping there might be a lead to my freedom here. That that sounds good.
4: Um, I think i tell her a bit about what I've been getting up to the past couple of weeks, I guess. And now we're going to, to Yamaten to figure
1: something out. Oh, Yamaten's nice. I think it used to be nice. I don't remember much of my life before.
4: Okay, that could be that could be useful. So, sorry, I, I didn't mean to be like that. Like, I'm, I'm calling because I, I like talking to you.
1: Um, I, <laughs> I should probably get going. Uh, lots Temples to explore and secrets to uncover. Yeah, I'm doing the. I'm, I'm doing the same. Okay, stay safe. Um, see you soon. Talk soon. Um, I love you. Bye.
4: They're silent for a bit, and then they go and run and find Faraday. It's like Aah! ah! ah, ah! <laughs> what happened? What's going
3: on? Faraday is not there. <laughs> it's just corral!
5: <laughs> oh, that's even better.
4: <laughs>
3: Ah, 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 oh, ah,
4: God, what? What? Ah, what? I was I was uh, I, uh, I was talking to Jiayu, and she was on somewhere I don't know where. She's looking at temples, and then we signed off signed off the call, and then at the end she said "love you" bye, and then she hung up. What does that mean?
5: Okay. Um. Wait. So which bit of it made you scream?
4: The last part. The "love you" part.
5: So don't you all two like each other?
4: We like each other. I mean, I love my friends. Is that, like, it it feels different? I don't know why.
5: Schlep, I cannot emphasize how much this is outside my field of experience.
3: Karel, use your knowledge power to find out what (laughs) you (laughs) meant. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you know where Faraday is? Do I? (laughs) No. God
1: dang Faraday, you cause this drama and then you just run off.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, part of me really admires that. Schlepp, you get a ding on your communicator.
1: <laughs> Ice scream.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look at my communicator.
0: It just says, ha 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 ha, ha, ha. oops! Um,
1: yeah, no, uh, sorry about that last bit. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha. And then it's always back, yeah, no, no, it's okay, it's cool. Ha
5: ha Carell's just leaning over as this is happening. Again, what is the issue here?
4: I'm not even sure. <laughs>
5: Do you want to talk to Crick about this? Maybe Crick will understand what this is.
0: Where are you two right now having this awful conversation? I assume you we like... were
5: like in the lounge or something.
0: Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, okay. Um, Schlurp, if you want to talk to Crick, you'll probably have to go up and find him somewhere. Um, Corell, if you stay behind in the lounge, I'm just curious, do you think Corell has like um the TV on idling in the background? Mm,
5: yeah, maybe. Maybe they were passing the time just to checking the news
0: the, uh, they had been showing like scenic shots uh, but now a ticker tape like swipes across the screen saying this just in and uh, the screen wipes clear and you see a little Araswati sat behind a desk in a shoulder padded jacket she's sitting elbow to elbow with a gigantic pale grey namazir and the namazir looks at her and then just goes good morning Dana and Dana goes good morning Uka and good morning new Anilu Rebuilding efforts have redoubled in the wake of the Our City concert, with the funds going directly to the districts that need them most. Pluine pop princess Luella Siddar had this to say. And then it like cuts to Luella in still like her puffy jacket, looking a little bit smudged and sleepy, like maybe she's got a bit of a hangover. And she goes like, it was like amazing thank you like so much for coming and for giving so much i will of course be matching all the donations alongside my initial lump sum anything for our city love and kisses and then it cuts back to dana who goes but the our city concert pales in comparison to the other big event of the night which of course was the debut of royalty the new colony's Council of Suitors sent us an update just a few minutes ago, reporting that the young queen, Sanset at Nualuli, is healthy and progressing well. I believe we actually have a photo to share. Uka? Yes, Dana. Let's get that up now. And oh, isn't that nice? Hmm. Uh, Because the photo (laughs) in (laughs) question shows um, Sanset, seemingly already bigger than when you guys saw her, plastered against the glass of the uh, cylinder she's contained inside, with her mouth stretched wide open and her tongue smeared all over the glass. It wipes back to Dana and Dana goes, Yes, it is nice. Now, jumping to Galactic Affairs... There's been some trouble in the Iridesti system after the Golden Corsairs took advantage of heavy congestion in the jump gate queue to steal a record 75 cargo units from a zor fleet of mores. Now, reports are that the Kanzir loyalists were really counting on those supplies to help them in their fight against the dissenters. So if you're heading to Zarel in the near future, you might want to consider postponing or a good insurance policy. In recent weeks, the Corsairs have also been spotted closer to home, with a number of ships disappearing or reporting encounters while travelling between Sholta and Mirin. so travellers, beware. Beware indeed, Dana. That's all from us. Thank you for watching The Raven Report. So, you reconvene in the bridge. Is everybody there? Yeah, you're all ready to go?
3: Uh, yeah.
5: I don't know. Is, are you there, Faraday?
0: Where is
3: Faraday? Are you not there? Yeah, no, I'm not there. So, like, I'm going to run back with, like, my backpack and, like, open the door and be like, OK, we can go now. Where did you go? Where were you? I forgot something. It's fine. Insight check.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do the same, actually.
1: Insight check. Dirty 14.
3: Uh, 18. So out of her bag, like she's looking quite flustered. So it's obviously like a last minute decision, but out of her bag is a folder that sort of has Captaincy Course written on it. Okay, fine. I was going to ask Crick in private, so... What? Um, and then I'm going to take like the Captaincy Course booklet out and be like... (gasps) Oh! Well... (laughs) i would really like to be captain in more than just illusionary hat and primary ownership name only and okay there are some days where my brain is like they won't write testimonials for you or what do you think you're thinking you can't even sit in the bridge to pilot the ship let alone land it but the concert just really put into spec- into perspective that okay it's the end of the universe or whatever but Things still happen, so and I want this. So um, the last thing I need is, well, I need some testimonials, so Schlerp and Corel, if you wouldn't mind, that would be great.
5: Corel has got, got their pad already out at is, is writing.
3: I need a captain to mentor me.
4: Oh, Faraday, I would be honoured.
3: You say that, but you haven't seen the logbook that you need to write in yet.
4: I magic two hats onto Faraday. Stacked.
3: Captain, captain. Captain, captain. <laughs> captain, captain,
2: Doctor.
0: Captain, 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 Doctor. Captain, Doctor. (laughs) Junie kisses your cheek and says, well, I think you suit two hats. (laughs) I also give Junie two hats. Hats for all. Fuck yeah.
5: (laughs) No, no hats for me. Thank you. I put my (laughs) conductor's hat on.
4: All aboard.
3: All aboard.
5: Corell settles down at the helm, looking at Faraday. Waiting on your orders, Captain.
3: Let's go to Lorelei. To Laurelie.
4: <laughs> no,
5: just All leave it. Sorry. God
0: <laughs> oh, oh oh God, it's a home alone situation. Laurelie looking out the window. That looks like my ship. Wait! No. Hi <laughs> I meant to go and get Laura. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, wait, it is my ship. No. <laughs> You set off towards Yamatan. Uh, now the planet Yamatan orbits in the Mirin system, which is the closest star system to Shelter, which hmm. is where Rava is. So this is only a three-day trip. Jumps here are super common. I imagine there's a big queue, so I hope you brought some reading.
5: Yep, Corell spends the spends the time in traffic writing up the the testimonial.
2: Uh, I want to I want to take Schlurp aside briefly. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Hello, Schlurp. H- Hello? I... Well, basically, once I sobered up the next morning, I realised I basically told Loella off. Uh, uh... <laughs> Wait, what? I told her off because she wasn't being very nice to you, which I found to be... unnecessary. I was just wondering why you, you don't like her. Maybe about
4: Maybe about a year ago, I think... For whatever reason, we ended up releasing some music on the same day. And, like, mine was kind of more mellow and has no upbeat like she does. And for whatever reason, mine ended up getting a lot more attention that day. And then that sort of happened again with, like, a photo. So there wasn't any direct her saying, hey, I don't like this. But just her vibe was a bit strange and that kind of set me off. So let's
2: hmm i might have had something to do with this by i might have had something to do with this is there something antagonistic you did that you're not telling me about
4: i mean i don't know i think there might have been a time i made some offhand comment about her i don't remember exactly what like i didn't think of it at the time but i think but like then started loella fans started getting on my page getting really angry at me uh i guess she saw that and then she started getting angry at me, and you know how I am. Someone gets angry at me. I'm like, well, <laughs> time to respond to that, I guess. And now it's not as bad as it was, but now it's kind of still a level of sniping, I guess.
2: Hmm. Apologize. But, but she was also a jerk. Yes, and she should apologize too, but... What if she doesn't? Fame isn't easy. But she isn't a bad person. You aren't a bad person. The two of you being antagonistic towards each other seems entirely pointless and a waste of both of your time.
0: As Lorelei is talking, Schlepp, can you make me a constitution saving throw? No! Hmm. So that's a four? You feel really tired suddenly. You just feel pretty dreadful and it comes on like a wave like where do you think we're standing when we're having this conversation
2: I was imagining we were standing in the garden I don't know why but the garden
0: so directly above the bridge
2: okay um is there like a rail anywhere or uh,
0: no there's like a there's like a pyramidal uh, set of glass windows that look down onto the bridge
2: so
4: it like braces the head against the wind it's like
2: ugh Oof. I understand that you might not enjoy what I'm saying but are you okay I didn't mean to hurt your feelings i'm
4: no it's no no no. my feelings are they're, they're fine i think it's been weird times and we're setting off i think i need a lie down but thanks for thanks for the talk i think you're right i mean you're almost always right but you're also right about this
2: uh would i be able to tell that this is unusual make an insight check 25
0: I think with the twenty five, I think you notice that the three bright green rings on Schlerp's
2: core are pulsing. I'll walk with you. You need to lie down, yes?
4: Yeah, I think I just need to get to my room. I'll probably be fine uh, like an
2: hour. No, uh no, I'm we're going to the med bay. Can I lie down in the med bay? Yeah, yes. Yes you can. KJ. Oh, hello. Hi. Can you tell Faraday to meet us in the med bay as soon as possible, please? Yeah, sure!
3: Calling to the medbay! bay. KJ, I'm right in the middle of a game of Snap. Is this really important?
0: It's Lorelei. She looks a bit
3: frowny. Okay, Crick, we'll, we'll we'll finish the Snap in a minute. <laughs> and Juni says,
0: uh, "You're only saying that because you're losing." <gasps> ah. I could totally pull it back.
3: I don't know. I mean, you haven't had exactly a hot streak. <laughs> oh my god, I feel so... You will talk to your captain captain this way. Schlep's on the floor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lorelei is holding Schlerp up, attempting to hold Schlerp, who is double her size up.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, can you make a strength check, Lorelei? My head it's, is
2: lolling. <laughs> this is going to need to be a really good one. <laughs> and trying to get them to the lift. That's a ten. <laughs>
0: They let you hold one leg up and then they just kind of fold at the waist over you. Let me lie here. Okay, Schlurp.
2: I have an idea. Lie down on the floor and I'm going to roll you into the lift.
0: Slap, <laughs> the last thing you hear is lie down on the floor. <laughs> I'm and gone. And then you're not unconscious because that's not quite how it works for you, but you are in sleep mode.
2: Very accurately, in sleep mode. Even though I don't have to, I look up and say, KJ, everyone to our location now.
1: It's <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Sorry. laughs>
1: <laughs> well, KJ, what's wrong? Schlurp is, like, floppy. I run.
2: As they bundle out of the lift, Lorelei is literally, like, wandering around Schlurp, being like, I was telling them that maybe in this situation with Loella they needed to be the bigger person. And then suddenly they started leaning against the glass and were like, oh, I'm sleepy. And before I could even help them go to the lift to go to the med bay, they flopped over, lay down and now they are off and or in sleep mode. And I don't know why...
1: Faraday, right, you're the tech person here.
3: Let's do a cursory check, and then we'll go from there. Where would the best place be? Like, do we have somewhere
2: to like plug them in to check if it's I don't know a AI virus?
5: It's a virus. We certainly don't want to plug Schlep into the system, otherwise KJ might get it as well.
1: Oh no, thank you.
0: <laughs> Gross.
5: Exactly.
0: Twenty-two. Okay, uh, with a 22, you kind of roll Schlurp onto their side to access the back of their head because that's where the diagnostic stuff is. And you use a teeny custom screwdriver to like undo the panel and then peel it up so you can have a look at the readouts underneath. So Schlurp normally sends out like a, a steady beat of background activity, like a computer running background tasks, right? But if this was a computer situation, I would say that it's like the CPU
3: is at like 110%. Shlurp, I swear if this is just because Jiahu sent you a text or something. <laughs> I...
1: Christ. Wait, Jiahu sent them a text?
5: Yes, and it caused them some distress for some reason. Well, hello there, young adventurer. I've been waiting for you. We've met before, don't you remember? Ah, no worries. I'm quite forgetful myself. The other sparks are waiting for you. Leviath, Shuey, Theo, and Brandy. They've had such wonderful tales to tell. A truly marvelous story. I wonder which one of them will be the chosen one. Perhaps none of them will. Perhaps it will be you. The morning's coming soon. I have to leave now. Will I see you again? I sure hope so. Is a story, really a story, if there's no one to tell it to.
3: Well, goodbye for now. Chosen Ones is a visual novel-style D&D podcast on YouTube that releases every Thursday at 1pm CST. Find us on Twitter at Chosen Ones D&D. Come adventure with us.
0: So, you feel like you're in your room. Like, you just, you feel really at home. But initially it's kind of all blurry and brown and green. Um, but then your vision kind of clears. And your senses, like your optical senses, were really loudly for a second, and then you can see. It's weird that you feel at home here because this isn't your room. This is a hall with wooden panels and squashy armchairs and huge sprawling stone hearths and soft rugs. I think I
4: remember things like this happening last time and I looked out of my
0: hands. Your hands are glittering silver and translucent. Actually, you can only look at one of your hands, because the other one is occupied, twined with someone else's. Uh, look at who that is? Uh, your hand is being held by a being with frost white fur and a crown of antlers strung with feathers. They aren't looking at you, but they have this kind of deer-like face, but not deer-like. There's something utterly strange about them, and they're glowing faintly with a quavering light, like a distant star. And I think you know who this is. Jiahu? You know the hand in yours tenses and the head starts to swing towards you. But before you can like make eye contact, the doors, the huge golden doors at the end of the halls bang open, um, revealing a blinding rectangle of white light. And for a moment in that light you see a shape, a bird-like silhouette wearing a cloak of stars and a circlet of paper flowers. And then next to you, you hear like a soft frightened sound and then the hand in yours is ripped free. And then you wake up. But it's really strange because you wake up to see all of your friends gathered around you and their, their words slowly come in but they aren't what woke you up. There's like a long high tone still ringing in your ears. Like that's what broke the dream or the vision or whatever this was.
3: Can anyone hear that? Oh, oh thank God. Shlup, are you okay? Can anyone hear that?
1: Hear what? There's
4: a there's a there's a thing, there's a tone, there's
3: something.
5: Can any of us hear it?
3: No. Oh it's gone. Can I have a look at their diagnostics again?
0: Yeah, what are you looking for specifically?
3: Um to see if that sort of output is still running. No,
0: it's calmed back down into normal daytime activity now. I will say that from the audio input, you can see there's a spike there. From, like, where they woke up, there's a massive spike, but you didn't hear anything.
3: Okay, um, Schler, where were you? Like, could you see anything? Were you conscious? Sort of. I was in... It
4: was like a big hall with wooden panels and lots of, like, squishy furniture. And my hands weren't my hands and one of my not hands was holding onto someone else's hand. It might have been Jiahu, I don't know. She looked, she looked different. And then a door opened, and then someone was there, and then Jiahu let go of my hand, and now I'm back.
5: It's all about Jiahu today with you, isn't it?
2: I'm serious, this... I don't... Maybe we could call Jiahu, see if she experienced the same thing at the same time, or if it was just you.
4: Yeah, I think I texted Yahoo saying, did anything weird happen for you just now? Undelivered. What? <laughs> I think I tried sending, like, just hello now. Undelivered. Maybe try calling
1: her? I'm sorry, this number cannot be recognised. Uh, what? <clears throat> hey, 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 and I put my arm around her. Hey, it's, it's okay. I,
3: li- I literally called her, like like, a few hours ago.
1: Can someone do sending to Jiahoo?
3: I will try and connect with her being like, Jiahu, are you okay? Did anything happen? There is no reply.
2: You said you video called with her, yes?
3: Yeah. Um,
2: where? Where was she? She didn't know, but it was like, there
4: were like two suns, and apparently there were a bunch of, um, Namazia ruins around there with a bunch of god symbols or something. Corral, does that ring any bells for you
5: can i do like a history check to see if it does
0: uh yeah sure
5: natural 20
0: with a nat 20 corral i'm gonna say that you know from the time of the war of empires when it was just the namazer and the Apelter and they fought with the galaxy between their two sets of teeth ferociously you know that there were many systems that were colonized and then abandoned and colonized and abandoned there is no current occupied star system in the maelstrom which has a binary star system but, the, I mean, with that natural training, I say you suspect that it was one of those war worlds that was used and then abandoned and not used by the current trade galaxy.
3: I hope she's alright. Schlurk, we will find her. Believe me, I completely understand that everything you want to do right now is go and find her. But, it's the end of the world. We need to keep going. Could someone take me to my room? Like, could someone just be with me in my room?
1: Of course, I'll come with you.
3: Yeah, no, it's okay. We'll both go. And then Crick can tell you stories, because we know that he tells terrible stories. (laughs) (laughs) And I will keep an eye. I'll bring my logbook, just in case something goes wrong, okay? Uh, Okay.
0: You take Shlurp back to their room and put them to bed, effectively, and Crick's kind of sat there mumbling something about something... Something about trains.
1: Wow. Jeez, okay. Um, probably I about s-
0: trains. And then the train conductor went choo-choo and everybody <laughs> came aboard.
1: I was going to say I tucked them in. Oh
0: Little Tricky. blanket. Faraday, you're, you're not all eyes for Schlerp. So as you kind of stood there, stood by the bed, I not... What? Did you, do you have a bed? You have a bed, I guess. The thing is I like, normally just let Bugsy sleep in the bed because like Schlerp doesn't really need to sleep in a bed. Oh, yeah. Bugsy has 90% of the bed. But um, as you're kind of standing next to the bed, Faraday, um, could you make me a perception check? Okay. 16. Faraday, you have like the idlest thought as you stood there watching Brick put Schlepp to bed. And that's that on Schlepp's bedside table where they normally keep Jahu's flute and a handbell. The handbell's on its side. Yamatan is a huge terrestrial planet a hot and sandblasted world of dunes desert and wind sculpted rocky spires as you plunge into its dusty atmosphere three days after departing new annaloo your ears are immediately battered by the hissing howl of a trillion beads of dust and dirt against your hull the katherine johnson 2's windows wipe to a glowing miasma of swirling browns and beiges the ship shudders your stomachs flip and then the visibility clears a little and you level out your descent over a desert that looks like a muddled paint palette Reds and oranges, creams and browns and blues, all of these shades and more swirl together in an endless tangle that stretches onto the horizon and out of sight. Out of
1: sight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> out of sight, is it? No! All oh, out oh, of sight. Oh, <laughs> you guys are fucking vultures.
1: We've run out of You're like
0: uh, hyenas. wait for me to make one mistake and yeah. then you're like, perish. This is yeah. a group chat in real time. Hey, to be
1: fair. I said nothing. You were the one who noted, noted it first. I,
4: noti- I noticed. I just yeah, didn't we know, say Yeah, we noticed. Anything.
1: We didn't say anything. We, we were good beans. It's, I, it's, bount-
5: it's... I pounced on it the moment I could. Of course.
0: <laughs> In an endless tangle that stretches onto the horizon and out of sight. It's an odd, almost apocalyptic landscape, one of strangely shaped depressions and wind-inflicted wounds. You were given, like, by the controller of this planet, you were given a shallow approach path, one that gives you long minutes to look down and out at the lurid dunes before you, like, choose your destination. So, yeah, you have entered Yamaten's atmosphere. You've been left in an orbital pattern around the planet's equator. Where do you go?
5: Do a visual scan for ruins, like, the, something that even looks vaguely like the the pyramids that we identified from the photo
0: yeah sure thing so that would be a long range scan um i'll let someone do a uh, you can all do perception checks effectively who uses whoever uses the ship's instrumentation
2: will get advantage Lorelei looks up and is just like unless anyone else wants to i um it might be best if i try go ahead 26
0: Lorelei, uh, you head over to the instrumentation panel and like raise the seat up so you can see, and you, as, as everybody else is looking at the windows, you're kind of watching the scanners and using that information. I mean, you, were, you you spent years traveling on different ships before you joined the space squad. So this is really familiar territory to you. Uh, Lorelei, with that role, I will say that you don't see stepped pyramids, but there is something that you do notice, and that's that there are several smooth rocky towers and spires that seem to be made out of the same stone this might have once been a step pyramid but it's been polished
2: smoothness by the wind Mm, yeah it's it's definitely not steps anymore but over centuries and millennia sand will do that to a rock very true well captain shall
3: I
5: bring her down
1: Faraday they mean you
3: but I'm not the captain yet. Oh,
4: you are. I magic three hats onto her head. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Considering uh,
3: practice. I can keep adding more hats. No, this is enough hats. Um and I think I look visibly like stressed out because I know that we're gonna land in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, yeah, let's let's do it.
1: I put I put my hand on her shoulder. I was like, there's always a first time for everything. This will be fine. Mm-hmm. And I
5: bring the ship down as smoothly as I possibly can.
0: Cool thing. Make a piloting check.
5: <laughs> yeah. <let's...
0: laughs> nice try.
5: Let's, let's see. 14.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, with a 14. Hey, that's not a failure, Leonie. Don't look so panicked. Can I? Um, with a 14, Corel, you enter into what is like the best glide angle ever to make your approach in uh, but an unexpected blast of sandy air hits the hull and the ship lands a little bit bumpily but like doesn't hop or anything it lands but kind of a bit hard like a bang
5: it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it is
4: fine yeah we did it maybe it's fine no it is fine
1: I'm fine don't worry about me see
4: KJ says she's fine All alright here we are.
0: Okay. I will take a perception check from anybody who wants to know what's outside.
5: Natural 20.
0: Oh, well. I am going to say that because you were piloting, you were already paying attention to the outside, hence this roll. You have indeed landed at the edge of a cluster of huge, like, black, stony spires, which are we- like, they have been polished to these beautiful grooves and smooth lines by the wind. Uh, with a natural 20, I will say that you notice about... 500 metres away, the sand blasting through the air seems to hit an invisible wall. It's striking something and then curving around the largest of the rocky spires.
5: I make very careful note of where that is, and I mention it to the rest of the party saying, I think that whatever that is, I think that's where we should go looking.
3: Okay. Do we... Mm. Yamaten. Is it heavily populated? I roll me a history check. 9. Okay. We've we've been on the way for 3 days and no one thought to like google it.
5: <laughs> yeah, do we get an advantage for googling?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not if you say it retrospectively in any case. You know very little about Yamatan. You know that it used to be a much bigger deal a few hundred years ago than it, than it is now. Like um, the Namazir mined it extensively for metals and stuff during the War of Empires. It's kind of just been on a slow decline ever since it was mentioned on the news for having a, a Corsair presence over, over the last like, year or so. I will say it's a big planet and you feel heavy as shit because it's a high gravity environment. Uh, the first one you've ever visited. Oh shit.
5: Oh that's not gonna be good for a creature with an exoskeleton.
0: <laughs> if you're ready to write down the list, I've got the list of effects that come with high gravity. Oh fuck. Number one, your jump height is halved. Number two, fall damage is doubled. Uh Number three, you have disadvantage on non-augmented physical melee weapon attacks.
1: What's an augmenter?
0: An augmenter? A little bit of equipment you can buy, a bit like a metal exoskeleton that helps like bolster your arms and legs so you can fight off the effects a bit. Most planets don't need them because most colonized planets have mid-range gravity for convenience reasons and for building-building reasons. So you would have been extremely hard-pressed to get one on Rava. Yamatan is one of maybe three worlds that has high gravity that's currently populated. I'm gonna actually roll a luck check to see if that was even a thing. Yeah, no, I did not roll high enough on the luck check I just did. So I think you probably you were aware of this, and you looked, but you did not find any. And Faraday didn't have time to build one, is what I will say as well. Mm-hmm. Could you just make me a straight intelligence check, Corral? Fun. 16. Okay, that works. Uh, as an Appelter, uh, you know that the Apelten Empire doesn't have a single high-gravity planet, so there's no augmenters out there built for pelter.
5: Even if we'd found some
0: it would not have been one that works with your six little sharp legs but with the f- with the fact that you know there's no option of that for you and with your knowledge of the black markets i will say that you're aware that there's maybe some kind of drug or potion you can take that'll boost the output of your legs and arms but might cause you a bit of harm in the long run if you use it too much
5: wait so was that the whole list so no it
0: wasn't <laughs> ranged weapons if they don't if they use like a projectile like an arrow or a bullet they only go as far as the first like the minimum range and that's at
2: disadvantage um is our movement affected
0: i haven't put a note about movement but i have said as a compromise that you get a level of exhaustion for every three hours on the
2: move without augmentation (laughs) without augmentation okay so
5: we probably don't want to be here too long then
2: um with my 26 would i have been able to notice the closest settlement i think
0: you saw some towns like tiny little scattered things half uninhabited but i think you did notice with the 26 a bunch of ground vehicles and ships coming in and out like you could see the the like the heat trails and airwakes left behind them um to the largest of these black rookie spires so you suspect there might be something around there but there's nothing you can see visibly with your eyes So we've established that Yamaten is a high-gravity world. There's a massive spire with some kind of weird light effect going around it. You guys need things to help you not be exhausted and bent under the weight of gravity. Yeah, what do you do?
2: (laughs) Corral? Hmm? uh, I point up to the spire that I saw. It looks like there's been traffic around that spire. So maybe if we go around we'll be able to see somewhere where we could get an augmenter for at least some of us because i have a feeling we're going to need more than a few hours here how how far does that look to be
0: uh about 500 meters it's the same that spire is the one that's in, like that has that weird like effect in the air with the sand
5: all right we could divide efforts. someone can go augmenter i i mean i'm not sure you'll find anything for me unless you find um I mentioned about the the medicine, but I could do a quick recon while while we're, you're looking into that.
2: Yes, Faraday, would you like to come
3: with me to buy augmenters and maybe an illicit drug for Corel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how how can I turn down the offer to go and find an illicit drug? I think it should be quite fun. Okay, so we're gonna go and find augmenters. Crick and Schlerp and Corel are gonna go off and do reconnaissance. Are we
2: going to take KJ through the weird sand thing, or are we going to walk?
5: I thought we were going to walk.
2: Let's walk. Bye,
0: Junie. Bye. And uh, she's already like kicking her feet up on the console and getting out a book. What's the book? Oh God! Thanks.
2: <laughs> uh, Shadow and Bone re- by Leah Bardugo.
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah, sure. She's Vintage. like Shadow and Bone. Like she's reading the old classic
3: Earth novel Shadow and Bone by Leigh Bardugo. Oh, just you wait. Zoya's gonna get so much growth. Oh, babe,
0: I'm so excited. You've talked to me about Zoya so many times. Go, uh, kisses. Bye. Uh, be safe. And you walk the 500 meters because it's not really. How far. does that?
5: How does that feel for all of us, unaugmented as we are?
0: Oh. you feel really heavy. You know when you go on a. a, a Oh my god, like a kid's roundabout and you get spun around too fast. Or like on a carousel and it goes too fast and you just feel really heavy, like you can't lift your arms and legs. Would that be creaking? Yeah, you'd be creaking faintly. Oh god. Corel, your exoskeleton also creaks a little bit as you move.
5: I'm basically being crushed under my own exoskeleton. Yeah, Corel,
0: your breathing is a little bit, like, whistly. Oh
1: dear,
5: that's unpleasant. Hey, Corral, we're creaking buddies. Shut up, schlump.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> As you kind of slump your way very wearily across the sand, you see a an antheus come roaring by overhead, and then it goes. It passes through that weird barrier and just winks out of existence. Can I do an Arcana check on that? Yeah, sure. Uh, Twenty four. You suspect with that, and with the weird sand deflection, that this area is enclosed under some kind of enormous illusion magic dome.
4: I I relay that to everyone else. Why would, why would they... Why would it, I mean, I get why they would have a containment
1: field, but why do they have an illusion of contain, containment field?
2: I have a feeling we're walking into a Corsair-based settlement.
1: Oh.
3: Okay, but maybe it's a gravity field... That would be great. That
5: would be great.
0: (laughs) You reach that wall of air-deflected sand. Do you pass through it?
5: Krell just pokes a finger through initially.
0: Uh, Your finger disappears. And the air on the other side feels a lot less sandy.
5: Does it feel a little lighter? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, good news. Less sand, bad news, same gravity.
2: (laughs) I go next to Faraday and I'm
3: like, this is weird and slightly uncomfortable. Can I hold your hand, please? Yeah, the price is please help me get the sand out of my hair. Oh no. I mean... Later, later.
0: Okay, so with you two hand in hand, you follow Corel through the wall of deflected sand. As you come through it, you kind of feel a tingle over your skin as you pass through like a what feels like a staticky film, and then where there had once been a ring of empty sand around this black stone spire, there is a town, a whole-ass entire large town uh, in front of you, and you are standing um, in front of a tall, 20-foot-high scrap metal wall, which has been kind of haphazardly welded together. You can see around to the left a ways there's some kind of gate with two large misshapen podiums either side of it, which is probably the access point to the city. And from where you are, you can make out like it's, like... it's like a weird mix of metal bolted together buildings and some tall, really old, a bit crumbly looking stone buildings. What do you do, kids? Find a way in, I guess.
5: Yeah, let's go to, let's go to move towards this access
0: point. Cool. So you kind of sadly, sadly waddle over, <laughs> to, <laughs> over to the gate. And as you near it... Those two misshapen lumps of metal. And they aren't pillars. They are misshapen metal monstrosities. Serpentine. And they're kind of posed in like a twisted position with their heads pointing down at the gate. But they look... Oh. They're not moving.
5: I hate these things.
0: <laughs> you reach the mouth of the gate. Does anyone make a perception check?
4: Five. Five. 14.
2: 21. Natural one. I'm distracted by
3: sand. Uh, 20.
0: Okay, everybody who got 15 and above, you guys see as you round the mouth of the gate and look, they're able to kind of see through it into uh, the town, a very cramped and cluttered looking like tiered, it's like a tiered cake but of scrap metal and determination and probably a bit of dirt and immediately in front of you there is like a narrow street uh, made of interlocking like sandstone slabs and then that heads all the way up to the base of the rocky spire and then hits a T-junction and splits left and right out of sight. On the left of this path you have a kind of small nice looking stony area of tall crowded buildings all kind of climbing on top of each other and then on the right is this just It's like a mess of workshops and you can hear saw noises and then, like, for a second there's like a groaning noise and then a bunch of sparks come flying out across the street and it sounds and looks like pure chaos. The people, you aren't seeing many people in this immediate area, but the people you do see are quite a lot of humans, quite a lot of Namazir and like
3: one or two Araswati here and there. So... Lorelai, do you think we're going to have more luck in the nice, let's rip off the tourists who don't have an augmenter area? Or the scrappy, we know that you're desperate so we're going to sell it to you at a higher price, mechanical area? How confident
2: are you feeling that you can tell what a good augmenter is? What kind of ability check
0: would there be to check on that kind of stuff? I would take a luck check to see whether Faraday's ever read up on them.
3: We knew that we needed them though. This is true. If you think you would have looked up how to build them, I'll take that. But because we're already travelling for three days, it just wouldn't have happened. I'm wondering if it's worth just paying the extra. How about we
2: rock, paper, scissors? If I win, we go scrappy. Okay. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one.
0: Hey, it's Paige Dolby evans your Game Master, host, and resident dog person. I just wanted to say that the Junket podcast wouldn't be possible without the talents of the lovely people behind the characters. That's my wife Leonie as Dr. Faraday Zenith Lewis, Duncan as Carell, Elle as Captain Mitchell Crick, Shona as Schlurp, and Jess as Wide Widewanderer. Our show is powered by a modified version of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. To learn about the custom rulings, mechanics, and aliens that make our game possible, you can visit our website, thejunketpodcast.com, or just ask us on Twitter at thejunketpod. Lastly, if you're both willing and able, you could support the show over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thejunketpodcast. That's all from me. See you in a fortnight.